Hello, and welcome to Fairfax 50 Plus, a series featuring discussions on issues of interest to residents 50 and over. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition, we'll be talking to Jacqueline Rich, the Information Technology Educator for the Department of Neighborhood and Community Services. Part of her job is to teach technology at the county's 14 senior centers. Now, Jackie has been with the county for just over two years now. She's passionate about her work, and she's going to tell us all about that passion. But first, as we always do, we learn a little bit about our guest. She has a degree in graphic design from the University of Akron, another degree in social and behavior science from California State University, and a master's in education from Old Dominion University. So already I'm feeling very inadequate here as we're getting ready to have this conversation. Now, after working as a graphic designer for many years, Jackie taught elementary school where she incorporated her love for technology and learning. So, Jackie, welcome. Thanks for being on the podcast with us. Thanks for having me, Jim. It's great to be here. Elementary school students. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Not that much different than the seniors, actually. They both love to learn. They're both a lot of energy. Interesting. Okay. I was going to say bless your heart. I don't think that's something I could do, but I think, you know, you either know you have it or you don't have it, right? Absolutely. I guess, yeah. So uh, uh, kind of a teacher at heart, if you will? Of course, yeah. of course, always yes. Been, always it's, been that it's way. So much fun, yes. Yeah. There's so much to learn out there, and it's so much fun sharing information with yeah. other people, regardless of their age. Right. Well, uh, you know, apparently, like three degrees that I know about that I mentioned. You know, you have a passion for learning and and you know, and teaching what you've what you've learned and picking up. Um, kind of where did that kind of come from? Do you know when did you kind of first start wanting to share with others and teach others stuff you were learning? I think I've always been a little bit of an explorer, and Mm. computers weren't around when I was younger. And so it's great to be of the generation that has seen them come of age and to see all the different uses for computers and to be able just to share that knowledge because I get so excited about the computers and the technology. It's it's nice to share the information with other people and watch what they can do with it. I remember my first computer. It was one of those mail order things. I got it and opened up the box, and I was like, Great. Now what do I do with it? <laughs> now what? <laughs> what? What was your ex- experience as you got into computers? What, what do you remember about learning about It computers? was kind of being baptized with fire because mm. um, I was you know, in the teaching and the graphic design arena mm. at the time, and you had to keep pace with them really? and keep up with everything that was out there. Um, but that is one of the topics that comes up at the senior centers. They mm-hmm. love to come in with their laptops and their iPads and oh, their tablets and yeah. everything. And they have these great devices. They know they're great devices. But the big question is, now what? Right. They hand it to you and say, Jackie, okay, now what do I do with this <laughs> what, thing? What yeah. do I do? I got this great device. So what do you, what do you tell them? You know, we start with what they want to learn. Everybody has a computer for different reasons. Some of them want to keep in touch with kids and grandkids that don't necessarily live nearby. So many families are spread out right now. And it's nice to be able to teach them how to use Facebook and FaceTime and um, be able to get them to do uh, some of their uh, their home business, you know, some mm-hmm. they, they like to balance their checkbook and everything. They like to keep spreadsheets. And so we tap into Microsoft Word and Excel. Mm. They impress me every mm. time I meet them at the questions that they have and what they want to use their devices for. Mm-hmm. Is it uh, a, a stereotypical thought to say that that crowd, 50-plus crowd, 
is intimidated by the technology, scared by the technology, or is that is it is it more of an individual thing that could be said across the spectrum of age? You either are afraid of it or not afraid of it. I, I would agree. I would agree with that. But because the seniors in Fairfax County are people that are over 50 years old. So they've been using computers mm -hmm. in their work and home life. And they're the ones that are pushing the envelope a little bit. They're wanting to learn about making movies on the computer, wow. editing photos, storing photos on the cloud. Very, very few wow. are intimidated. And of course, it helps that we have computers available at all of our senior centers wow. where they're able to log on and get assistance and they don't have to be afraid and they see other people. Right. logging on. Okay. So we keep mentioning the senior centers, and we're going to talk specifically about uh, your technology course that, that you offer at senior centers, but I think there's, what, 14 senior centers in Fairfax County? We've got 14 senior centers, and we have a senior center without walls, and they don't have a, a dedicated site, but we meet with them quarterly so and offer... Explain, I was going to say, explain that. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're a wonderful group to work with, and like I said, they don't have their own center, and there are they're okay with that. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're busy people. They like to travel. They like to learn new things. The county is wonderful in being supportive of them in providing technology support where we have staff that will go out and um, do a presentation on a topic, usually of their choosing, and then we provide one-on-one -on -one help. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right, so let's dive in. We're talking about technology, 50-plus crowd, this technology course, if you will, that, that you teach. Um, available at all the senior centers? Every one of them. Okay. But maybe vary a little bit depending on the, the needs or desires or the wants of the, the people taking it? Or is it, a, is it, is it a standard course? Uh, no, just like every one of our senior centers is so different and so unique in their own way, and as well as the populations that are there. So they all have different um, needs and wants as far as what they're looking for for computers. Mm -hmm. And we've seen a shift lately. When I first started just over two years ago, um, they were very dedicated, very specific classes. We're going to sit down. We're going to learn how to type a letter in Microsoft Word. Hmm. We're going to learn about Facebook security settings. Okay. Uh, very dedicated classes. Um, but because now more and more people have their own devices and it's more important that they learn how to use their own device rather than just what's available at the senior center. Mm -hmm. So the classes have gone to a lot of one-on-one -on -one drop-in type sessions hmm. where they can bring in the tablet that they have and ask their specific questions. Okay. And that seems to have been very successful. All right. So I guess how do, how do folks find out about this technology class, technology course at, at the different senior centers? Through the senior center itself. They'll okay. advertise the dates that I'm there. And if they're having a, you know, a special class that we're going to do, if we're going to play a trivia game or something on the computer, they'll advertise that in their newsletter. And the folks are always welcome to call the right. centers and ask. And, of course, they're always welcome. Email is usually the best way to get mm -hmm. in touch with me to set up a time to meet them at one of the centers. Okay. Just uh, I guess I'll use this point right now just to say, let's see, there's one Jacqueline Rich, Jackie Rich, 14 senior centers. So how does that work? I'm busy. <laughs> they clone you or something? <laughs> virtual you here and there? Yeah. Um, yeah, the virtual would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Uh, 
so there's different days I go to different centers, and some I'll have I'll be there in the morning, and other ones are there on the afternoons. Mm-hmm. I wish I could get to every one of them every right, day, but right. uh, that's just not a possibility right now. Okay. So we do the best we can, and luckily our seniors are very, very um, flexible and understanding. They're very appreciative of the support that we do give them, mm-hmm. and I'm usually able to. Uh, work around their schedule mm-hmm. and meet them at the center mm-hmm. that they're closest to. Now, you mentioned email. I'll go ahead and ask now, is there a, a way, uh, email, phone number, uh, web page, website, how's the best way to maybe find some more information, but maybe then if uh, a, you know 50-plus person is listening and they're like, well, you know, Jackie said if I had trouble with this particular issue, I could, you know, we could do a class on that or I could learn about that. How would they suggest something? How would they learn more information about the technology classes, et cetera? So. The best way would be to contact their their senior center, okay. their favorite senior center, whichever one is closest to okay. them or whichever one they frequent the most often. Mm-hmm. And Fairfax County has a wonderful website, fairfaxcounty.gov, and they can find the senior centers and the information on there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, we talked about you've been here you know, about two years, and you've already kind of mentioned the the program or the classes really kind of evolving from like set standard classes on learning X or learning Y to, you know, more, you know, free structure, I guess, or open, that kind of thing. Um, kind of continuing along that vein with the evolution of the program, where, where do you see this going, you know, future developments, et cetera? It's, it's really exciting to see how the seniors just embrace technology and are always looking for, you know, what's coming next. And and so I think it's just important that we stay ahead of the curve. And especially as we, we do have to be aware that the seniors that we have now coming to the senior centers may some be a homebound may someday be a homebound population mm-hmm. and it's important to teach them to use the computers now so they're able to stay connected mm-hmm. and prevent some of the pitfalls of social isolation that mm-hmm. occur when you're no longer able to attend the senior center so right. if we can get them active and informed online right now we can keep them connected down the road mm-hmm. contacting the senior center with suggestions is that essentially how you decide or how the program decides what to cover, what to teach? Absolutely. Absolutely. Our senior center directors are phenomenal. They're open to new suggestions, and they're 100% for the seniors, and Mm -hmm. they have their best interest in mind. Mm -hmm. And they would always be open to program suggestions. Do you have a favorite technology, favorite program, favorite class you like to teach? Put you on the spot. (laughs) Um, gosh, there are so many. And I guess it depends um, on what you want to use them for, right? <laughs> absolutely. I, I guess it would be the end result, what, what you're looking for. It. I uh, love to take pictures, so I like a lot of the photography mm, classes. Okay. I like uh, making movies with the seniors. Mm-hmm. And um, photo storage, I think, is really important oh, yeah. um, to do. So many people have photos and um not to be distracted, but shout out to Fairfax County Libraries. They've got a great program at two of their libraries that have scanners mm-hmm. available, and people can scan and archive their photos. Mm-hmm. We do archiving classes at some of the senior mm-hmm. centers that ask for it, and um, we teach people how to preserve their old photos, and then so many of the seniors now use their iPads or their tablets and their phones to take pictures mm-hmm. and storing and organizing them online. Right. 
Well, I know we've had a couple of past 50-plus uh, podcasts where we've talked about, you know, the, the photos and the storage and that kind of thing. And also had uh, Matt, uh, Matt Paxton from uh, Hoarders uh, TV show on kind of more of the physical stuff, the physical papers and pictures and newspapers and that kind of thing. So we're, we're good at accumulating stuff, whether it's physical or digital. And you got to figure out what to do with that. And it's easier than ever to accumulate stuff yes. digitally because you don't see it. It's not right. in front of you. You right. don't have to step over it in the room. It's in your. It's just in your hand in this little device you're holding that occasionally you'll take a phone call on. <laughs> Absolutely. And there have been studies done on digital hoarding, and it's mm. not good for you. It's it's really uh, cumbersome right. uh, for your brain. Yeah. And so we teach people to streamline. And oh. a lot of that... Because we're of a new age of getting used to storing photos and documents online, getting over the fear that they're going to lose something. Mm. And that's what makes people have the photos in the cloud in five different places. Right. They just well, have to get over have the fear. got to have a backup. <laughs> maybe, backup. Not, maybe not five backups, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Unless it's really important. Of course, right? of course. Let's talk about new stuff. Anything new you want to talk about? And I've got in, in here in my notes something about work with the Library of Congress. Yes, that's a fantastic program that I just happened to stumble on uh, right after I started with the county. I, I love computers, and I, I love that part of my job, but what I love even more is the people and the mm. stories that they tell. And everybody has a story. Everybody's story is important. And because of the area that we live, we do have a lot of veterans mm -hmm. uh, in the area. So the Veterans History Project is through the Library of Congress, and it was started back in the year 2000, so it's been around for a little bit now. And it allows veterans, U.S. veterans that served during any war period to share their story. They can share it written down, or we can do a video of mm -hmm. them, and we submit the video, and it's posted online mm -hmm. on their website there. One of the wonderful things that I've noticed about working with the, the veterans and the project is they're able to go online and they can search for people that they served with Me, yeah. because they may have lost touch. We didn't have Facebook during World War II. Right. And um, so, but they're able to find people that they, ser that they served with mm -hmm. and they can search either by the time frame that they served, the area that they served, or you can look up a certain person's name as well. Mm. And also important is we're leaving a legacy for future generations. Yeah, you know, so great great grandkids can log on to this website right, and be right. able to see and hear firsthand th right, the stories from right, their relatives. Right. Well, you know, they say history uh, repeats itself. So if we don't have a way to capture the memories of history and the the thoughts from history, you know, to keep that kind of alive, well, that's. That's and it's so cool. much more powerful to see the actual person yeah. talking about it yeah. and giving their story about yeah. the realities yeah. of war and service um, than it is reading about in a textbook. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my notes also say something about Rx Relax. What, what, what is that? <laughs> Rx Relax. Um, we owe this program to Dee White, who is the director of Little River Glen Senior Center, and she worked with the Christopher Reeves Foundation and secured a grant. We mm. had 14 people in the county participate in over 70 hours of training mm. to um, do it. On the outside, it looks like chair yoga is what we're doing mm. in the okay. program. 
but it, it's really a, a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Their their mantra is no pain, all gain. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a wonderful program, but it it focuses on integrating mindfulness, meditation, and yoga practices, hmm. and that enhances everyone's well being. The program is offered at quite a few of our senior centers right mm-hmm. now. It is free to anybody that's a member of the senior center, and it is quickly becoming one of our more popular classes. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, one other thing I wanted to make sure we talked about was the uh, Creative Aging Festival because we want to make sure, you know, we, we, we always talk about that as, as much as we can. So uh, give, us, give us some details in the last few minutes here we have together. Okay, this is, this is a wonderful event. It's a collaborative effort. It's been around for about five years right now, and um, it's, it's such a positive program. And because it allows us to build partnerships, but it it also lets us realize that um, you know when we think about aging, it's not just about growing older; it's an opportunity to evolve. It, it's not mm. a limitation; it's it's just a change. And so many of our seniors have not had opportunities in their life to be exposed to the arts before and to participate mm. in new things. Um, we're busy, you know. Pe- yeah. People are busy. You know, Making they're raising kids. Yeah. And and, and everything else. So uh, our senior centers offer some wonderful classes on art. And mm-hmm. art is everything from music and painting to um, even yoga and Zumba, mm. uh, you know, are considered uh, the different forms of art. And uh we dedicate the entire month of May to not only bringing in new artists, um, but highlighting some of our existing programs because art just doesn't stop after the month of May. It's it's ongoing. Right, right. It's so impressive uh, to see the different programs at the centers, and it's inspiring to see our seniors stepping out of their comfort zone and trying mm-hmm. new things. True, true. We have talked about a lot of stuff here, technology, technology course, you know, all the senior centers, you know, some of the things, other projects and that kind of thing. Uh, Take a step back for a minute and and kind of talk about senior centers. We've already said there's 14 of them across the county. Uh, Let's learn some basics, some some logistics. Um, Can I just walk in? Is it free? Is it paid? You know, what do they offer? Kind of kind of talk a little bit about the senior centers and what they offer. The membership is forty-eight dollars. You can't beat that for if you're a member, if you're a resident of Fairfax County. And that's per year. I, yes, it's per year. Uh, most of the classes at the centers are free. Some have a nominal charge to them. You can be a member if you live outside of Fairfax County, and the fee, I believe, is $100 a year okay. to do that. Um, they're fantastic. Everyone you walk into, as soon as you walk into the center, you feel like you're part of something special. You feel like you're part of their family right there. And just walking down the halls, you never really know what you're going to see going on <laughs> in the rooms. <laughs> there's ping pong. There's pool going on. There's a lot of people playing cards. Technology classes. Those are my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so much to offer Mm -hmm. just as far as like the art classes and the intergeneration activities that we have where, you know, we bring in younger groups to work Mm -hmm. with the seniors. 
it's it's a fantastic place right. to be. Now, any any requirements? Because you uh, you can be a Fairfax County resident. You pay obviously less. You cannot be a Fairfax County resident. But any other requirements beyond that? As long as you're over 50 years old and you're able to act independently, I, there is a difference between our adult daycare centers, which are fabulous in the county, and the senior centers. Senior mm-hmm. centers, we do ask that you're able to be independent. Right. 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 Okay. Um, let's end up with uh, a little more plug for the technology course, technology classes, since we're kind of talking about technology here. Um, again, kind of recap for us. Uh, if folks are interested in learning more about technology, what should they do? Contact their local senior center, and they will put them in touch with me. Or a lot of our senior centers, I think all of our senior centers actually, have volunteers that work in the computer labs, Uh and they are fantastic people Uh that work with technology in the centers there. And they're welcome to ask any questions. Um, We don't do any personal information. We don't do online banking or anything like that. Mm. So if you're looking for help with that, you might want to contact your bank instead. Mm. Okay. All right. I asked you earlier about what your favorite teaching was. Are there any um, popular, the most like the most popular topics or most popular classes? What what really seems to be... um, hot and I'll, I'll use my air quotes trendy right now for the for the 50 plus crowd 100 percent online security hmm. um, people are are concerned um, because they're they're a lot of times being forced into using technology True. whether, whether True. they want to or not they need a computer to log on to different programs and you know buy tickets online mm-hmm. and Everything like that, and they do have to give up, you know, some of their personal right, information right. to do that, and so they're concerned about the security as well. They should be, mm-hmm. and so we we talk about you know our Facebook settings and how we want that to look and who has access to what information, and of course I always advocate for strong passwords. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to ask you as we closed up, one, two, three, however many you want to give us a couple of couple of tips as we're as we're talking about security or that kind of thing for us to take away right now. Strong passwords, one hundred percent. That's that's the biggest one. And also be careful when you're on a public website, when you're at Target or Starbucks or something like that. Public um, Wi-Fi. Yes. Be, be real careful hmm. with that because that's a little bit easier to hack than if you're at your home okay. and you need a password to log on to the Wi-Fi there. So maybe we shouldn't log on on public Wi-Fi? Or? You can. You absolutely can. Who doesn't like the Target deals that you can get in the store? Right. But um, – be careful with the information that you're giving mm-hmm. out. You don't want to enter your banking information oh, gotcha. or any anything like that that right. can get you into some trouble be- right. because it is a little more vulnerable. Right. Okay. All right. We also do talk about identifying fraud as far as the emails that you might get. Oh, yeah, that's and a biggie. phone scams are very scary right now. Mm-hmm. And we talk about how to identify scams on the phone and why you shouldn't answer your phone unless right. you're sure you know who it is that's calling you and what information is good to give out. And Just just use my rule. If, if your name doesn't pop up, you know, beside the phone number and I know you, I, I don't answer. If it's important, you'll leave a message. And so you're going to come out and teach a class at the senior centers on that. That, that class will take 10 <laughs> seconds because that's it right there. And, and, and that's good information yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. 
Jackie, thank you so much. I, I think we could probably do a future show just entirely on tips and information and that kind of thing. So maybe we'll put that in the books and get you back. But thanks so much for to. sharing this information. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Jacqueline or Jackie Rich being with us today. Thank you so much. You can find more information about the county's many senior centers, as we said, fairfaxcounty.gov. Just search senior centers or go directly to the link fairfaxcounty.gov slash NCS slash senior centers, or you can actually call them on the phone, 703-324-4600. And you can also find old, uh, other county older adult services, recreation, community engagement opportunities and information by calling 703-324-7948. That's Monday through Friday. Or go online, fairfaxcounty.gov slash older adults. When you're on that web page, be sure to subscribe to the monthly Golden Gazette newspaper and Fairfax 50 Plus e-news. You'll also find a link from that page over to our Fairfax 50 Plus Facebook page. Be sure to like that so that you'll receive our updates. Thanks so much for joining us on the Fairfax 50 Plus podcast, which is produced by the Fairfax County Virginia Government.